Great song to talk to Richard Zussman over. Gotta love the Spice Girls, right, Richard? Yeah, I was just going to say, I think Vaughn would support that being the permanent song for View from Victoria. No, no, no. I think no. I could get Vaughn behind we, that. And we know perfectly am, well that Vaughn's favorite is Macho Man by Village Oh, yeah. Oh, he loves that sure. song. <laughs> I like Spice Girls, though. I, 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 I used to have up these lollipop Spice what? Girls collector tins that would store my NASCAR collector cars. That's really but quite those things are unique. sadly gone. What happened? I think they ended up in a trash bin or a garage sale somewhere. Was that after you got married? Because that generally tends to be what well, happens, right? I think well, I think well before, but <laughs> we, we can blame it on we can blame it on marriage, Simi. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. All right, I have lots of stuff hidden away in the garage somewhere too that will probably never see the light of day. Uh, let's talk about COVID nineteen here because once again, just continuing discussion about what we're allowed to do and what we're not allowed to do at this point. Yeah, there continues to be confusion. And the the clarity yesterday, two things. First, do not expose the loopholes. You know, there are loopholes within the system that has been created, these orders. There are unique examples of which people can qualify. Just to use one example, not to pick on the person that sent me a note last night, but what they said is they live on a huge acreage and they would like to have over... Uh, two friends of one of their kids to play in the acreage. And the kids happen to be in the same cohort at school and they already interact together at school, probably in a much closer environment that would happen outside in the acreage. And the reality is that situation is likely very safe for the spread of COVID-19. It will likely not create a spread, but it is skirting around the rules because it is clear in the order you are not to have play dates, you are not to have social yeah. gatherings at your home uh, during this period up to December 7th. And so the reminder, the consistent reminder is this. These rules are in place to help cut down the spread of the virus. Do not go looking for loopholes. The province knows it hard. It, it's hard. We all know it's hard, but it goes to December 7th. There are some legitimate loopholes that are closing. Like for one example, movie theaters over the weekend were open when they should have been closed. And small theater companies in the province closed their doors, lost the revenues associated with a small number of people that would be able to come physically distance and, and movie theaters stayed open. So now movie theaters, it is clear, must close across the province now until at least December 7th. And again, I use that December 7th date because as everyone knows, that is when this current restriction on social, right. social gatherings would expire, but very well could be extended if the case case numbers, and especially now the hospitalizations, which are soaring, uh, don't go down. Right. It's interesting, like what you were saying there, I I feel like you as well, is that people seem to be searching for loopholes, right? They're trying to find that little nook and cranny to get around this. And all yeah. I want to say is, listen, this isn't rocket science, guys. Like, let's just not do this stuff for two weeks and see what happens. Just two weeks. I think some, yeah, some people are searching for loopholes. I think most people are searching for normalcy. And they are trying to interpret the rules the best they can around things that we have learned over the last eight months. And I get that. But what I'm reminding people is the rules have now changed. When these orders came into effect, first in Metro Vancouver and now province-wide, the rules changed. So there is no more safe six. There are no more bubbles. You know, the only people you can gather with in a restaurant, in a mall, in your home, are the people who live in your household. 
And if you live alone, you can have one or two other people that you gather with. We hear about this a lot in restaurants. People are confused. And even the restaurant association is telling people, you know, use your common sense, be safe. But that means different things for different people. There are specific rules in place for restaurants. You can only dine with those people in your household or in what Dr. Henry is describing, your pandemic bubble. That's what I said. One or two other people if you are single. You know, it doesn't mean, and it's tough. I, I get a lot of messages as well from people around this issue. One person asked, you know, my birthday's coming up. I have, I live at home with my husband and my son and daughter-in-law live in another home with their kids. Can I take them to dinner? And there's been some confusion on that issue specifically, which I know a lot of people are curious about. And the answer is no, you cannot take them for dinner. You just have to and wait a couple of weeks. That, you might have to reschedule that you dinner. Just have, you, you just have to wait. You know, our celebrations will take place. And I, I tell these people, the faster that we do this, the yes. more we buy in now, the faster these restrictions will disappear. That is how this virus works. If we can cut the chains of transmission now, then we can start getting back. Dr. Henry and the province know we're going to be living with this virus for quite some time now, but we can do so in a way that we can enjoy restaurants, we can enjoy outdoor activities, we can enjoy distanced barbecues, but we need to get back to that point where we're not putting pressure on our healthcare system, which based on the hospitalization numbers yesterday is is right now happening. Right. I think back to the summer, right? We got to break the chain of transmission. We know how to do that. So as you said, the faster we do it, the faster we might be able to do some of this stuff. I was talking to my daughter about this. She had tickets to go see the Festival of Lights at Van Dusen. She had already booked ahead for in December. And I said, well, you know what? You got to wait. You might not be able to go. I said, but if you listen now, you never know. Some of that limited stuff might open closer to Christmas, right? I would... Um be surprised if we don't see those sort of holiday outdoor events. Again, we need to see those hospitalization numbers go down and we need to see some progress. But I think one of the things that Dr. Henry would like to see uh, allowed are these outdoor events that have WorkSafe BC approval that allow for physical distancing, especially when they're connected to the holidays. You know, from listening to Dr. Henry a lot, Traditions matter to her immensely. And for so many families, these holiday traditions, Van and Lights, for our family, it's the lights at Butchart Gardens, you know, uh, Stanley Park Train. Exactly. You know, these things matter immensely to families. Visiting Santa Claus at the mall. You know, these things are part of people's annual traditions. And Dr. Henry, I'm sure, would like to see them happen. They're just following along with breaking down these lines of transmission now. And if things, if there's some progress, those will be one of those things that will be allowed after December 7th. So if you have your tickets, if you're organizing your event, hold on for now. They are postponed, but in no way are they canceled. Exactly. Okay, more to come on that. Let's talk a little political stuff here, too. So the B.C. Liberals picked an interim leader yesterday. Yeah, so Shirley Bond is the interim leader for the BC Liberals. It was a election from within caucus. So the 28 BC Liberal caucus members voted on a leader who will be in place until a permanent leader is chosen. And part of this is just about managing this new caucus. You know, a lot of familiar faces there, but some new faces as well. Starting this rebuild, you know, we're four years away from the election now. So the BC Liberals have to start regaining the trust of voters in Metro Vancouver. And, you know, Shirley Bond has said she will not run for the permanent leadership. That was part of the caveat of being the interim leader. 
So now we're going to start seeing the grappling for permanent leader take place, including uh, conversations with Todd Stone and and Ellis Ross, Kevin Falcon, Josh Johal is still considering, uh, Michael Lee is still considering. So I think Shirley Bond is going to do a very effective job. She's incredibly good in question period. Uh, Oh, she's so well respected, right? incredibly well respected she knows her files she's served in a lot of uh, positions while in government in campbell and clark's cabinets um and she's always been a consistent question period performer uh and she can also um she knows so many people within the party and that will help sort of shore up uh that loyal support and then it's going to be about the next generation to help build on that and start recruiting and going out and 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 taking the next step you know this is not uh a step towards renewal. Shirley Bond is very much part of the old guard. It is part of just stabilizing the hemorrhaging that was happening for the BC Liberals. Their worst performance when it comes to seats since 91, their worst performance in terms of percentage uh, when they were an official party since 1910. Yeah. So, wow. you know, this party has a lot of work to do, and this is just a start. Okay, and before we go, a very final holiday question for you, Richard. This <laughs> is very important. Uh, when it comes to holiday light displays that people put up, or perhaps that you, you know, you like to look at, do you prefer multicolored lights or all white lights? So, you would not be surprised there is a differing <laughs> of opinions in our household what? about this. Uh, so I am multi lights nice. with like jumbled and all over the place. Yes. And my wife, Lisa, like simple white lights. And we actually, we live at the end of a cold or end of a one way street where you can take a path down and it's quite dark at times. And so we have set up strings of just plain white lights that now we're going to plan on keeping all year round to help people. But it also adds brightness uh, to the neighborhood around Christmas as well. So I think this year we may end up actually with a combination of the colored lights in the bushes and on the house in front. And then the white lights just beyond that, that helps light the path. So I, I, we will end up with both, but I am a strong supporter of multicolored lights. Oh, it's good to know you're on my team on that one because Nikki suggested (laughs) that those of us who like the, she said that the white lights are class. So I felt like, oh, well, thanks very much for that, Nikki Reitmeyer. But I'm going to count you on my side. What? But, but Simi, we don't have to be classy to be right. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. (laughs) Thanks, Richard. That's our Richard Zussman, our global news reporter over in Victoria.